DJ PK, Tim Lacombe sitting in. Scott Agnes joins us now. He covers the Indiana Pacers for the Athletic, and he knows what we want to know. He joins us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Lisa Nihan said, get an iPad for $99.99. This is the local Sprint store near you. Scott, good morning. Good morning to you guys. Scott, we're all curious now. We've watched Bogdanovich from afar. We've seen him actually light up the Jazz just a little bit. Uh, but you got to see him a lot, and you know him better, and you know his game better. When you heard he was going to the Jazz for four years and $73 million, you thought? Good deal. A little higher than I was expecting, but it but worthwhile for a team that is now Owen. Uh, Scott, uh, talk about what uh, – obviously we've got a, a pretty basic idea of what uh, Boyan does. Talk about uh, just his his overall game and uh, what we can expect yeah. to get him in a Jazz uniform. Yeah, so Boyan 4-1 has a, kind of a European mentality. He is – he walks in maybe the toughest guy in the locker room in terms of mental toughness, um, passion for the game. I'm not, I'm not sure he sat out more than one practice all of last season, and he was only sat out the uh, just a couple of games this season, um, kind of for rest purposes at the end of the year. And even that he did not didn't like. He's one that's gonna he he has a high expectation for himself, right? And so he'll come in and expect to to be at it all 82 games. Um, his game has just really developed a ton since he came here, and over the last two years, he's played his best two years. He is already 30. That'd be the one downside to a big contract for Boyan, but uh, he, he's going to do everything I think that they ask of him. Um, he's an excellent shooter, obviously. But beyond that, what we really saw of him this past year and why his, his number is elevated much more than we thought it would be um, because of this last year is because how much he shouldered the load with Victor Oladipo missing all but 36 games last season. He really put it upon himself to take over, which elevated his scoring total, um, which also made him a little bit tired, which he played through it, certainly. Um, but he, in short, he's a tough guy, he's an outstanding shooter, and he's really developed his ability um, to, to drive baseline, find holes on, in the defense, and so much so that Nate McMillan started calling more and more plays for him than he ever had. Scott Agnes joining us. He covers the Indiana Pacers for The Athletic. So the Jazz run a boatload of pick and rolls. And part of the Mike Conley deal is that it gives them Conley, Mitchell, and Joe Ingles, three guys who can initiate the pick and roll so they don't have to, uh, they don't have to worry if the toughest defender's on it. They just have somebody else run it. And, and they can send that guy over to the side and – you know, make him stand there and watch. And if there's someone out there who's really weak, they can attack that guy with those three. Does Bogdanovich handle the ball well enough that he can run those pick and rolls? And really, I should be saying that about four guys instead of three. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Ex- I don't expect heavy pick and roll usage with a guy like Boyan. He he was he was not that kind of guy where he'd really beat his man, for example, off the dribble. Um, uh but very little with him. Um, most of all, what he would do would, and where he'll benefit right there in Salt Lake is be that option. So once they break down the defense, he's right there, and his, he should see his shooting percentage go way up, I think, as a result of that. The Pacers did not have the personnel last year to attempt too many threes. Um, and, so, and because he was the number one option at that point, 
they could really lock in on him. But now surrounded by so many guys, and of course, Mike Conley Jr., an Indianapolis native here. So I, I saw his game going back to high school here when he was playing along with Greg Oden. You guys will really love him as well. But Boyan, I think more so, will just spot up from the three-point line and then try to break through the defense when they're sagging off or helping off of him. He'll really make them pay. Huge part of, of being successful as a team is certainly putting skilled, good players on the floor. Uh, but as we saw in Boston this last year, that's not everything. Um, chemistry is a huge part of it. Uh, what is uh, Bojan like in the locker room? Seem to be a guy that kind of keeps himself, or is he a team team favorite? Uh, let's talk about his kind of his locker room. What, he, what he's like personality wise. Yeah, so it's interesting, right? So in the locker room, relatively quiet to himself. Oftentimes, you guys will find out how a good game or a bad game. He'll get dressed kind of quickly and just kind of try to simmer his way out of there while we're, we're talking to others. Um, again, he's just mostly strictly business in terms of basketball, um, but he is very likable, I, I will say, with his teammates. I'm sure you'll see a, a clip or you could search it out of um, Victor Oladipo um, joking around with his name going, Boyan, when we were, that's actually when I was talking to him at the uh, Pacers practice facility. So he is really well-liked within the team, strictly business, and uh, also he has really an under, uh, underrated sense of fashion, I would say, as well, that you guys will see. There was a funny point last year where he showed up um, to a game in a nice sport coat. It was no big deal of a game, um, or it was supposed to be, I should say. It was an, going to be a nationally televised game, but they ended up dropping it. But he still looked nice, had a big game, and um, playfully joked that he needs to pretend the game's on TNT every night. Scott Agnes joining us, covers the Indiana Pacers for The Athletic. You talk about uh, a tough guy, missing only one practice, showing up for every game. Well, you know, the Jerry Sloan's retired, but the Jerry Sloan work mm-hmm. ethic lives on in Utah. That's what the fan base expects. So if he does that, they're going to love him because it will, it will be duly noted and appreciated. But where does that come from? Do you know him well enough, the backstory? Where did he develop that? In an era yeah, of load management. <laughs> yeah, no question. So, for one, he's been a pro for quite a while. Uh, he's, he, he left Croatia and became a pro at 16 years old. So He's been doing this since he's 14. And at that time, it, it was very difficult for him because he was on his own. He had to move. When we're getting our driver's license, he's moved on in, uh, from his country and you know living on his own and trying to figure things out. So, I think that's part of it. Um, I also think it's kind of a more of a European mentality we often see, although there is a, that stigma, right, that European players come over and they're a little bit soft. I don't think we always see that. And I think Bogdanovich and also who with the play, Pacers, Demonis Sabonis, also counters that. He's also tough. And, yeah, to that end, Bogey, for example, was asked, requested by Pacers head coach Nate McMillan to take time off during training camp. And that's because since he was 16 – He's been playing almost all year round, and he's also the, the primary guy on the Croatian national team and had those duties last summer. So they really tried to coach, it, coach him down a little bit and say, hey, we, don't, we know your game. We know what you can do. You were 29 at the time. Take time off. He wouldn't accept it. I think he sat out maybe a half of practice during training camp, maybe a full one and all. 
And in all of that, it was even difficult for him to to be rested during a couple regular season games into the year that didn't really matter. Um, he, yeah, he, he's he's a guy that also believes in earning a paycheck. He, 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 like Thad Young, who was on the Pacers, just highlight, hey, I'm here to do my job. I get paid very handsomely to do it. I expect to do it. And he doesn't even think about it. I, I think that's more of a new age. And he, like you were saying, David, very much still has an old school mentality. So a lot of really positive things, and I think that's during the free agency period and guys changing teams. The team receiving the players, certainly looking at all the great things a player, said player does. What Mm -hmm. are some things you've seen um, watching Boyan play a lot that you feel like he needs to improve upon? You don't know if it can at this point, right, but it would be more – uh, of being a quote-unquote playmaker, right, with the basketball. Um, he, his court vision is really good. He'll often pass the ball in, you know, on the baseline out-of-bounds plays. You'll see with that, one of the team's better passers, I think. Um, uh, he could elevate his free throw percentage. I think he was about 82% last year as a, a surefire shooter. You'd like to see that up, I think, a little bit more. Um but overall, I think you kind of know what you get with Boyan and what he's been able to um, solidify, really, within his game as a knockdown three-point shooter, but also not be restricted to that. And this is something we haven't talked about even yet, the other side of the ball. When he came here, we kind of thought, and even Coach McMillan thought, perhaps Boyan would be a guy off the bench. But no, not at all. He earned the starting role right away. He was the primary defender on LeBron James. Two, year ago, two years ago in the playoffs and did about as good of a job as anyone could ask on the best player of the world. Um, he often guards some of those bigger guys and, does, again, to his toughness also, doesn't back down to the challenge. So that's also something that Jazz fans should anticipate. Okay, but there's a reason he's not a 20 or $25 million a year guy. Does it come down yeah, to staying I in front it, of guys? It, yeah, I think it's more so kind of his, his – limitations in terms of his lack of athleticism, right, where guys are more athletic than ever. You're really not going to see him explode to the rim. He's not going to dunk. And, yeah, Andy's also not your sure-handed defender. But for a guy that they had no expectations for defensively, he had and stepped up defensively when they needed him. Um, He's more than capable and I would say probably a solid defender. But, no, he's absolutely not a great defender. Scott Agnes covers the Indiana Pacers for the Athletic. As you look at the West now, since you know Conley and followed him since his high school and college days, and you know Bogdanovich, what what should Jazz fans think for a win total? Where do you think they slot in the West? You know, one, two, three, four, five, wherever. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say at this very moment that they're not the favorites, although I would temper that with saying, I think the Lakers are really going to dive in. That would be my expectation and, and get – uh, another big-time player, and then potentially this is finally a year maybe where they get guys to take less money to join their team. So in my mind, I'm expecting the Lakers to open up as the favorites. The Warriors, it's kind of that rebuild, rest year, right? But I I think the Jazz are well, well uh, in line to win nearly 60 games potentially and, and be one of the leaders in the Western Conference. I really like 
this makeup of the team and, and really praise their front office for, for what they did and how, like I said, it feels like they are all in for the, at least for the next two years. Scott Agnes covers the Indiana Pacers for the Athletic and says everything Jazz fans want to hear. There it is, Scott. <laughs> Scott, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. All right, you guys will really like Boyan. Have a great day.